You know that episode of New Girl where Schmidt, no, Winston is calling Schmidt, I'm pretty sure. And they're like, hello, 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 hello. And then Schmidt's like, Winston! That's how I was going to start this episode, the hello, hello, hello. But then I didn't know if you would get it, so I decided to start it off by explaining it. Because everyone loves New Girl. Everyone does. If you haven't watched it, you have to. It is such a good show. I'm thinking about re-watching it for like the fifth time, maybe. It just gives me such a good feeling. What doesn't give me a good feeling is the fact that right before I started recording this, I had one of those nasty throw-up burps. What's that about? I bent down to, like, put my purse on the ground in my room, and I, like, burped, but then I swallowed at the same time or something, and it was disgusting. I had to get mouthwash and everything, and, ugh, why did, what? what do those mean? Like, what's happening? Like, do I need to throw up? Did I eat something? Why do those, why, why does that exist? I don't know. I don't like it. What I do like is the fact that it's sunny and like 70 degrees and it's going to be the same tomorrow. I think it's going to be the same the next day. I love it. Spring is in the air. It's only February, but I'm really hoping there isn't some, like, random snowstorm in March or something. We've gotten that a couple of times where it starts to feel warm, it starts to get sunny, different things are blooming, things are happening, and then boom, it freezes, everything dies, it's just cold and frigid, and you get snow in March, and at that point, you don't want snow. For me... I'm done with the idea of having a fun snow weekend or like a snowy day inside. I'm done with that idea once Christmas is over. I would love a white Christmas, but after that, bring on summer. I don't care. I don't want it to snow in January, February, and definitely not in March. So let's hope that that doesn't happen because the weather right now is incredible I could not be happier about it. It's amazing. I've had a really good day today, but lately, I, you know what? I'm all over the place. I haven't really done an introduction. Welcome to Pure Nonsense. Um, did it again. This is like uh, my first episode in a couple of weeks. I fell into a little rut, and that's what I'm going to talk about today. Because my rut, I knew what it was about. I knew what was making me feel just kind of bleh, but I still felt bleh. And even when you know what's wrong, sometimes it just sucks. Sometimes you just need some time to yourself and that's okay. But then sometimes you feel guilty about taking time for yourself and then it's a whole cycle and then it might last longer than it needs to. And I don't like that. I don't think anyone likes that. So for today's episode... I'm going to be talking about kind of two different things. Number one, work ethic. And number two, just feeling lazy. I think they can kind of go hand in hand, depending on your job. And I wanted to make a little disclaimer. 
right at the beginning. I'm going to be talking about work-life, maybe some work-life balance. I'm going to be talking about different ways that I go about my life in relation to my job, in relation to my business, all of that. When I talk about this stuff, please know that this is coming from a person who is their own boss, right? I started my own business. I don't have to report to anyone other than like the customers that I have, of course, but I don't have a boss. I don't have like a time clock that I'm punching in and out of every day. I don't have to request time off and hope that my boss approves it and all of that stuff. So it might sound a bit, what's the word? Um, Maybe I'm going to sound a little naive when I'm talking about some stuff. But I don't think I am because I have experienced, like, an actual job before, starting, like, later in high school and then all throughout college. Every semester, every summer, I had a job and I had a few different jobs. All of those jobs, I had bosses, I had other employees, I had a schedule, I had to put in, like, a two weeks notice if I wanted to take one day off of work. I had to get all of that approved. There were different things that I dealt with, different annoyances. And then, like I said, I think in a few episodes now, when I graduated college, I had a full-time job at, like, you know, a corporate place. I lasted one month because I hated it so much. But I have dealt with, you know, the quote-unquote typical job. I have. So I don't think me talking about work ethic and feeling lazy in the sense of what my current business is, I don't think that makes me naive. So I hope you don't think that. If you can't relate to this, I'm sorry. I'm going to try to give my advice and to give my opinion in kind of like a large sense, like to where what I'm saying can kind of apply to a lot of different things. But I did want to make the little disclaimer. I'm not like a surgeon, okay? I'm not a frontline worker, you know, those those jobs require different things than someone that works from themselves out of their own house. I'm well aware of that. So, hopefully what I say you can relate to, you can take something from it, you can learn something from it. But with all of that being said, let's just get into it. So, for this episode, I kind of wanted to try to do this all in one recording. I'm not going to be able to do that. I already know it, but I'm going to try to make like the different little sections that I record a little longer than I typically do because half the time I can only focus on one thought at a time and I have no idea what I'm going to say next. So I have to stop it, save that, and then start a new one. And I've got like 20 different pieces that I'm trying to put together. And that's one of the reasons why I don't upload that much Because when I sit down to record, that's, you know, an hour or so of my time. But then when I also have to download everything and then edit it and put it all together and then upload it, that's another X amount of my day. And sometimes I just don't, not that I don't want to do that. Sometimes I truly do not have the time to do that when I'm also wanting to work out. Maybe the weather's nice and I want to go on a long walk. Maybe I need to go to the grocery store. Maybe I want to read my book. 
Maybe I want to take a nice long shower and do my skincare routine and all of that. So I'm going to try to make these recordings a little longer so that it can be a little easier for me to put together. And maybe if I get really good at that, I can upload more. So let's see how this goes. But to start it off, I want it to be completely honest. There are so many days where I really just cannot get myself to do the like quote unquote boring side of my job, like answering emails, updating blog posts and stuff, doing my website. And then like sometimes I'll need to deep clean my kitchen, get all my stuff organized and all of that. There are days where I truly do not want to do that and I will find anything and everything that I possibly can to distract myself from it. It's like how when I was in school and I would have something to study for or an assignment or, you know, just little things that I needed to like submit by a certain time, but they were for classes that I could not care less about, which I had so many of those. I had so many classes that I could not care less about and it made doing the work for those classes 10 times more difficult. Not more difficult in a sense that like I couldn't figure out the math problem. Scratch that. 100% I could not figure out the math problem. I am so bad with numbers. So bad. Could not like put more emphasis on that if I tried. Very, very bad. But now I've lost my train of thought. I'm going to keep this in there though. Like I'm going to keep this in the recording because this is This is what I'm actually saying right now. So we're going to keep going with it. But yeah, there are days where I just cannot get myself to do those things because in the moment, I don't care that much about them, but I do, but I just, I can't get myself to do them. And that being said, it really does bother me when I come up on those days where I'm just not feeling motivated. I don't know if it's the weather lately, like with it being winter But also there have been so many days lately, surprisingly, where it's like sunny and 70 degrees, which I love when those days come around, when I see it on my weather app that it's approaching, I get so excited. But then we get hit with like three days in a row of rain and gray skies and the high is like 40 degrees. Those days, I don't want to get out of bed. I still do, but I just don't feel motivated and I cannot get myself to like check everything off of my to-do list and that honestly just kind of irks me. It's always in the back of my head. It's like why can't I get myself to do these things? I feel like I have the worst work ethic on those days when I'm feeling lazy. That's why I'm combining the topic of work ethic and feeling lazy because they really do go hand in hand and I feel like so many people experience it to where you feel bad about yourself and you feel guilty. And I just don't like that. I really, really don't. And lately, I still have been like getting my things done, of course, but just not in as efficient of a way as I typically would. Like, for example, when I have multiple emails on Friday afternoon, okay, If I don't get to them until Sunday afternoon, I feel so lazy and honestly, like, guilty about it. But then I also have it, like, listed. You know how you have email signatures and stuff? Under my name, I have, like, the hours that I respond to emails just for my business. 
And so I have it listed that I respond to emails Mondays through Thursdays because I usually have wedding orders on the weekends and stuff like that. But even if I don't have wedding orders, I still want to see my friends, my family, my boyfriend. You know, I want to have some time to myself. But it seriously will, like, literally keep me up at night when I have not responded to all of my emails. If I've read an email just to see what it says and then I, like, star it so that I don't forget about it when I open up my email next time, I will know that I opened that email and starred it but didn't respond. And I will think about that every single day until I have completely, like, answered all their questions and responded and all of that. Which, yes, that's a good thing that I am thinking about my clients that are reaching out to me and I care enough to do that and I care enough to want to get them done in an efficient way. But every single person, no matter how much you care, no matter how much you love your job, no matter how happy you are with where you are in life, you still need downtime. You still need time for yourself. And it's so easy for me to say that, like, I feel like I'm doing such a good job telling you that, giving you that advice, like, cool, awesome. I cannot take that advice for myself to save my life. I feel so guilty about it and I hate it. Like, literally, if someone doesn't email me back for a few days, I couldn't care less. I wouldn't even realize, right? I'm doing my own thing day to day. If someone doesn't email me for like three days... When I sent them an email with some questions, I probably would have no idea. But then when I do that, like when roles are reversed, it's just always in the back of my mind. Even if I do deserve time off, like if I'm currently taking time off that I know for a fact I deserve, marked it off on my calendar, gonna have a great weekend. Even in those cases... I I just got distracted because I saw a guy riding down the hill in front of my house on a bike with his dog on a leash next to him. The bike was going fast. The dog was having to keep up. That makes my hands sweat. Completely distracted from what I was just talking about. I hope that dog is going to be okay because I don't like that. I feel like it's dangerous for both people when someone's on a bike And they have their dog on a leash next to them and they're not just like casually walking. They are literally on the street. Yes, we're in a neighborhood and the speed limit's really slow. But they're on a street. I hope that dog's okay. Where was I? Oh yeah. If someone doesn't email me for a few days, I I don't care. I'm not going to notice. But if I do that to them and I am like, if I'm literally taking time off that I deserve, I will still think about that email that I haven't gotten back to. It could be starred in my inbox so that I know for a fact I won't forget about it. I will definitely get back to them within the next, you know, whatever time window I gave myself and whatever time I told the person that I would get back to them. But I will still think about it. And okay, literally, if I know that I won't be responding to emails for a few days because I'll be out of town or just taking some time off, whatever... The people that are currently waiting to hear back from me, I will tell them like, hey, just a heads up, I will get back to you on this date no later than, you know, 6 or 7 p.m. with all of the information that you're requesting. I hope you have a wonderful weekend, blah, blah, blah. I will, I will say that every single time. But even after I say that, I feel bad if I don't respond. 
And I only do this with work. If I haven't gotten back to friends or something, unfortunately, I don't feel guilty about that. I feel bad saying that, but like, honestly, with everything that I have going on, on a day-to-day basis, like trying to like really get my business going, trying to make it something, make it like turn it into what I want it to be. Sometimes like I might not get back to a text for like a day or so. But if it's with my business, I my feelings about it are do a whole 180. And I, they are like the only thought in my head. And I, I don't like that for myself. I really don't. So that brings me into the topic of like having a good work ethic, but also managing those lazy spells that we, we honestly all fall into. Like this is absolutely a thing that many people experience, not just me. I'm well aware of that. I'm not sitting over here acting all special, wanting any sympathy. Absolutely not. I'm talking about this because I think everyone experiences it. And I think it's important to learn how to deal with it. Learn how to, I guess, just be okay with it. So let's move into that part. So I'm going to start with the topic. I keep saying I'm going to start like I haven't been recording for like 20 minutes. But I wanted to say the whole topic, like the whole burnout situation, it's a lot easier to achieve than you think. So don't completely kill yourself over your job because you might not think that you're going to get burnt out. You might think that, you know, you're better than everyone else. You can do so many more things compared to everyone else, blah, blah, blah. Burnout is so much easier to achieve than you realize. There are definitely times where you will absolutely have to work really hard for days or even weeks in a row, depending on your job. But one way that I have learned to deal with those time periods that I know are going to be extra busy is to plan ahead. Like all caps, scream it for everyone to hear, plan ahead. If you sit down and plan out your calendar, in my opinion, I kind of like to do this for like months in advance. I know you can't do that with every job, but for me, people will reach out to like schedule their wedding cake and everything months in advance. The average time that people spend planning their weddings is 16 to 18 months. That's too long in my opinion. Those are the kind of people that are engaged for way too long. In my personal opinion, no offense, please take that with a grain of salt. That's a lot of time and people will reach out to me for their wedding cake like six months in advance. And so when I know that there are certain times throughout the year that are really busy for weddings, I have to, like I absolutely have to sit down and plan out my calendar months in advance. It doesn't have to be planned like to the day or anything like that. Like On this Monday, I'm going to go for a walk and then I'm going to answer five emails and then I'm going to take a shower and then I'm like, no, doesn't have to be that. But if you can go ahead and put some time off on your schedule before you start booking other things related, like related to your work on those days, it's going to help so much. Again, this depends on your job, okay? If you have time off that you're spending with your family, but you're a surgeon and you get called in for like an emergency, sorry about it, you gotta go. 
you've got to go, okay? You can't just say, oh, sorry, like, I'm in the middle of a show, just started a new series on Netflix, I'm taking time for myself, it's a me day. You can't do that in that situation, right? Like I said at the beginning of the episode, this is for people that maybe you're self-employed. Maybe you do work for someone else, but you are able to take time off when you give some advance notice. Maybe, you know, it doesn't even have to be a whole day off. You can plan to take time for yourself when you get off of work for the day. Maybe when you get off at 5 or 6 p.m., you want to go home and have yourself some alone time. So you can go ahead and put on your calendar that you're going to order takeout and you're going to watch one of your favorite movies and you're going to fold your laundry and put it away so that when you wake up in the morning, everything's tidy and where it should be. It can be something like that. I'm not saying you have to sit down and plan your calendar for every single day. Don't do that. That's going to be ridiculous because you're going to have to constantly change it and then that will be stressful. But if you put time aside for yourself, say on like later in the afternoon on a Friday, and then you have someone at work asking for a meeting, but you already have that time blocked off to spend the day like with your friends or something. If that meeting is something where someone just wants to talk, someone just wants to ask some questions, you can like maybe redirect them to your email or something, or you can just schedule a different time for that meeting and you can stick to your guns when you see that on your calendar you already have some time to just be by yourself, to just do something for yourself, because if you continue working day after day after day for someone else, for other people not doing what you need to do in your free time, it's just going to blow up in your face. It's not going to be good in the long run. You might be able to keep up with that for like a couple weeks, but honestly, it gets difficult. It seriously does. So yeah, with that first point, all in all, I really think that if you are getting to the point where work has become like your entire life, you are so stressed out, you're always tired, but then maybe when you're not working, when you're not answering emails, when you're not doing something for your job, maybe you're feeling guilty about it, like you should be doing something and all of that, I really think a good way to pretty much avoid that, honestly, is to plan ahead. Get a nice calendar. Uh, actually, it doesn't have to be nice. There are calendars in the Dollar Tree. They're in the dollar section of Target. They're on Amazon. You can get a calendar. doesn't have to be nice at all. But if you plan ahead, like, okay, this weekend of every month, I am going to take some time for myself. And then maybe on Sundays every week, that's when you do your cleaning, that's when you get your groceries, you do your quote-unquote like house chores and all of that. If you plan ahead and you know when you're going to do things and you know leading up to something that, you know, maybe you're coming up on a stressful week at work, but in the back of your head you also know that you have some free time coming up because you've already set it aside on your calendar when you know that you have that time, doing the work for your job, even when it does get stressful, it makes it so much more enjoyable. It makes it so much easier when you have something to look forward to. So that brings me into my next point. You don't have to plan like trips across the country 
or some super fancy party or super fancy event. You don't have to do all of that just to have something to look forward to, but literally just putting time aside for yourself to go to dinner or to have a nice movie night just in your house, in your apartment, and actually sticking to it helps a lot. And by sticking to it, I mean, you know, if something last minute comes up with work and your boss calls you, hey, can you cover for this person? They called out last minute. We really need you. Like, we, like, this would be great if you could just do this for us, if you could please help out. Uh Uh-oh, sorry, it's not on my calendar. Now, again, if it is urgent, if you have some kind of job, if you're a policeman, If you are a nurse or a doctor, if you, you know, if if it's something like that and you're called in last minute and they're saying we really need you, then they probably really need you. But if it's your typical nine to five office job or say you work retail, okay, I've worked a few different retail jobs and maybe one of your coworkers calls out for like a Friday closing shift and your manager or the manager at whatever store it is calls you and they're like, hey, like, we really need you. Like, you're really putting us in a bind if you aren't able to cover this. I don't know what we're going to do. Don't fall for it. Don't fall for it. Stick to your guns. Know that you have, like, set that time aside for yourself. You're looking forward to having some you time. Maybe you're not going to be alone. Maybe you're going to see your friends or your family. Maybe you have a little date night planned. Stick to your guns. If it's not on your schedule from your manager two weeks in advance, then you're not required to be there. Just like you have to tell them two weeks in advance if you want to take a day off in the first place, right? It goes both ways. Don't fall for it. Stick to your guns. Plan ahead. Jot it down on your little calendar and just stick to it. It will make life so much easier when you're able to like stand up for yourself just to have that time alone. And the next thing that I love looking forward to, something that's so simple, it's not expensive, okay? This can be really cheap. It's something that when you're going through a long day, whatever is going on, it could be a long day, a long week, whatever. When you have a good book, that you are looking forward to reading at the end of the day. You've showered, you've done your skincare, you're going to get in bed. Maybe you just washed all of your bedding that previous Sunday on your cleaning day and all of that. You're going to get in bed and you're going to read your good book before falling asleep because we all know we should not be looking at our phones right before going to bed. Obviously, I think a majority of us do, Or maybe you're watching TV, which isn't as bad as looking at your phone, but it's still kind of the same, right? Is that, is that kind of the same? I feel like both the TV and your phone or your laptop or your iPad, all of that has that blue light situation going on to where it can kind of mess with your mind. It can kind of keep your mind running when you're supposed to be sleeping and then you don't sleep well, blah, blah, blah. So obviously we know don't look at your phone right before going to bed. I think it's like ideally put it down and then have like 45 minutes of not looking at screens before you fall asleep. And that 45 minute time period, that is a perfect amount of time 
to read a little bit of a good book. And if you do that every day, you can read so many books. It's crazy. The feeling that I get when I finish a book, I love it. And I'm not talking like finishing a book for a school assignment. I didn't really like doing that throughout school. There were, of course, like a couple books I remember in like my high school English classes and stuff that I did enjoy, right? They were good books. They were good to talk about during discussions and stuff. But that's completely different than reading a book on your own time just for leisure purposes, right? Because then you can pick any book that you want. You're not going to be tested on it. You don't have to talk about it if you don't want to. So picking a good book, it's such a fun little, you know, after hours activity if you're wanting to just relax. Also, something with books, it like, it puts you in someone else's world. So when you're really getting into a book, maybe you've been reading for like 20 minutes out of the 45 minutes to an hour that you're going to read before going to bed. Within that like first 20 minutes, your mind starts to kind of go away from what was stressing you out during your work day. And then you, you like you're taken into the life of the people that you're reading about, of whatever plot is going on in the book, right? And you can kind of escape. You can let your body relax, which is really good to do right before going to sleep because then you'll probably sleep better through the night and all of that stuff. Maybe you won't have nightmares and stress dreams and all of that. I'm not saying read a good book and you'll forget everything you have to do for work. Obviously not. I know that's not the case. But it can really help just to kind of put your mind at ease, you know, relax yourself a little bit. And having that good book to look forward to, that's so fun. I love when I'm like in the middle of a really good book and I'm excited to get to the next part. I'm excited to get to the next like, I don't know, plot twist, whatever's going on. I think that's really fun. Right now I'm reading, um, it's called Meant to Be by Emily Giffen. Whenever I see her last name, it's Giffen, but when it's spelled out, and even when it's like said out loud, it sounds weird. I feel like it should be Griffin. It, But anyways, Meant to Be by Emily Giffen. I love it. It's amazing. It's a decent sized book, you know, and I have been enjoying reading that before I go to sleep every night. And I highly recommend it. If you haven't read it, you probably have. I think it's been out for a little while now. I'm kind of late to the game with all the books that I read, but it's so good. I definitely recommend it. If you don't want that book, get another book, whatever genre you're interested in. Just try to do a little bit of that if you kind of want to relax yourself before going to sleep after a stressful day. And honestly, literally all of this like coming together, putting all of my thoughts into one, it really is just nice to have something small to look forward to on a weekly basis to keep things exciting when your schedule seems to be completely focused around work. Because obviously, a lot of us will have to have schedules that are very work-focused, depending on your job, depending on your hours, all of that. A lot of the times, your schedule will be majority work-focused. But if you're able to schedule, like, one small thing every week that you can look forward to. That is such a great way to like kind of get that work-life balance and just just to be happier on a day-to-day basis, to not let work completely consume your life to where you end up hating your job, 
You don't look forward to waking up in the morning and getting ready to leave for work. You're counting down the hours when you're in the office. Sometimes you might still do that even when you have something to look forward to. I'm well aware. But it can really help to have that one little thing on your weekly calendar to look forward to. And it literally does not have to be planning some massive party with your friends every week or like going on a trip or anything like that. Obviously, that's too much money. For the average person, that is too much money. I know that. But choosing like one day a week to go get a coffee at like an actual cafe instead of just sitting at home drinking your coffee, that's always nice. Making coffee at home is fantastic. If you can master a good at-home coffee routine, that can be very exciting because then you can have like your cute mugs, your cute little iced coffee glasses and stuff and you know exactly how you like it. It's like a million times cheaper than getting coffee literally anywhere else. That's the main reason why making coffee at home is great, right? But maybe one day a week you treat yourself to go get a coffee at a little cafe. Maybe you pick up a little breakfast with it, a little croissant, a bagel sandwich. Ugh, bagel sandwiches are so good. I would eat a bagel sandwich every single day if I could. That I I can actually, if I wanted to do that, I can. But Oh, that is just so nice. Maybe it's a Monday. Maybe you don't like Mondays at all and you want to make them a little happier, a little more exciting. Maybe you want to start looking forward to Mondays instead of like absolutely hating them with everything in your heart, okay? If you want to do that, maybe go get a little coffee before work, something like that. Or maybe you want to get lunch from a restaurant one day a week instead of packing that same like meal prepped meal five days a week to bring with you to lunch at work. Because I'm sorry, I don't meal prep. I don't like the idea of cooking meat on a Sunday and then continuing to eat that same meat on Friday. I th- I think that's weird. I If you want to meal prep like your salad without like meat and stuff on it, sure. If you want to just kind of like organize your pantry so that like things are easy to grab and maybe you just like prep your like granola bars and stuff. I don't know. But the whole like meal prepping fish and chicken and all of that stuff on a Sunday afternoon all at once and then putting it in the fridge and eating it almost a week later. I don't, that's kind of unsettling. There's no way it's good. Like, I mean, it's probably good. Everyone does it. So it's probably fine. But I just don't, and eating that same meal for five days a week, even if you change up your meal prep every single week so that you only have like the same lunch five days in a row and then the next week you have a completely new lunch, I would still get bored for those five days. Nothing is worse than when you're really craving something like, oh man, I really want a sub right now, but I made a rice bowl. So now I have to eat this rice bowl if I don't want to waste the food, if I don't want it to go bad. And then because you're craving the sub, the rice bowl is going to taste even worse, not to mention it was made six days prior, right? I'm just not a meal prep person. Maybe someday I will be. We'll have to see, but 
Right now, I'm not. And so I think maybe choosing one day a week to go to a restaurant and like pick up lunch from work. Maybe you have to order it ahead because you don't have a long lunch break. Maybe it's just going to like Bojangles or something. But maybe get lunch outside of your like little meal prepped meal once a week. That would be fun. I think that would be something to look forward to. So yeah, those are some of my like kind of like bullet point lists of things that can kind of make your busy work life a little more exciting to where you're looking forward to something. You're happier to do your work because you know you kind of have like a little reward for yourself coming up in the near future, right? You know, that Sunday you're going to take yourself out or maybe that Wednesday you're going to go get lunch somewhere else other than, you know, bringing it from your pantry at home. You're going to get a coffee before work on a Monday. Stuff like that, I think, can... I I mean, it really is, I guess, work-life balance. My boyfriend and I have talked about this topic recently a lot because it's like... It it is hard to get a hang of it and to figure out how you're going to do it in the first place. Like, the amount of hours that he works is absolutely insane. And so, him figuring out work-life balance, it's like... You know, when is he going to be able to do this? When will him and I go on a date? When will he see his friends and stuff like that? It's obviously possible. Everything's possible. So I feel like that's kind of why I'm talking about it in this episode because it's been a topic like in my everyday life recently. Not everyday life, but you know what I mean. And I feel like having those little things to look forward to, not breaking the bank, okay? Don't spend too much money if you don't have it. Please do not do that. But figure out those little things that you can look forward to so that while you are at work and while you are having like a stressful day, a stressful week, you still have something to look forward to so that you know, you know, it's going to get better. Everything's going to be okay. You're going to be fine. And life is going to go on. I think those are some really good ways to try and do that, you know. So all of that being said, Like I said at the beginning of the episode, I'm talking about like work ethic and then those lazy spells that we can fall into. So now I want to move on to talk about how to not feel guilty when you do get to those more like lazy days where you don't really feel like doing anything. Because I've said it many times now, there are jobs where, you know, you will be working a very, very stressful schedule for a while right? There could be a good chunk of time where you don't get a break, but then like you still have to take care of yourself. There are days where you literally don't want to get out of bed because you like can literally feel your body just shutting down. Like you just need a break. And so I kind of wanted to talk about how to not feel guilty when you do take those breaks. So for me, if I do not catch up on my sleep from time to time, like say for a whole week, I had to wake up super early and get my day going, work all day, kind of go into bed late, don't really have time for anything else, and I feel sleep-deprived. I probably am sleep-deprived, right? If I do not catch up on my sleep, I will not function properly, and I know that if I'm not functioning properly, my work is going to show for it. So if I don't want to feel guilty for taking some time for myself when I could, you know, quote-unquote, technically be working on something... Maybe I could be doing emails, updating the blog site, working on an order. Well, not working on order because 
if I have to do that, I'm absolutely going to do that, right? But those more, like the admin side of my job with, like I said, emails, phone calls, things like that, things that I can do just on my laptop wherever I want, those things can sometimes be so hard for me to complete if it's not like a pressing matter, which is not good, right? It shouldn't have to be a pressing matter for me to be like, oh, I need to get this done. Again, I keep up with my email. I do respond to everyone. But there are some times where it might be a couple of days because I've fallen into this like lazy spell of like, oh, I really want to relax. Like I really need time for myself. But then this person needs to hear back from me. I feel like they're going to like literally if a customer has to reach out to me to say, hey, like, hey, haven't heard from you, you know, blah, blah, blah. That's embarrassing on my part, right? You do not want that to happen. Okay, if anyone's going to reach out and say, hey, I haven't heard from you in a little while, just checking in, following up, that should be me reaching out to the customer. If they have to do that to me, absolutely not. That that will not fly. I do not want that to happen, right? So don't let it get to that point. But I know for a fact, like I said, if I do not have a little bit of relaxation time, if I do not take care of myself, I will not function how I'm supposed to function. And if I don't function the way that I'm supposed to function, my work is really going to show for it. I'm going to have sloppy emails. I honestly, the cake might not look that good. I might be late for a delivery. I might not contact the wedding planner to tell them when I'm going to show up for the delivery. And then I just show up and I'm wondering why they look confused. Like, If stuff like that happens, that's a nightmare for me. I can't allow that to happen. So the way that I like kind of talk to myself in my head so that I don't feel guilty about taking a day or two off is by saying to myself, like, if I don't take these days off, my work for my business that my name is attached to, that I am representing, that I want to succeed in, that business is going to look like absolute crap if I do not take some time just for myself. Because if I am truly exhausted, I'm going to produce really bad work. I'm not going to be proud of that. And then I'm going to want to start all over on that work. And that's going to take up even more of my time. I most definitely will not get a break at that point, right? If I have to just scratch everything and start from square one, I'm not going to get a break. So I might as well take a day off, relax, refresh, just you know, have some me time so that when I do go back, it's like top tier, exactly what I wanted to do. My brain is working well. I'm able to respond to emails like in the way that I want to. I'm representing myself and my business in a proper way because if I don't take a break, I'm not going to be able to do that. And another thing is if I am not getting the sleep that I need, if I am waking up in the middle of the night because I'm stressed about something, or if I'm waking up super early to get things done, like, that whole thing about, what is it, that girl? I, I mean, this is this is old news at this point, right? But, like, on TikTok, the whole that girl aesthetic, where you wake up at 5.30 every morning, and then you make your, like, healthy smoothie, and then you work out every single day, and then you do your skincare with really nice products, and then you wear a cute little outfit every day and then you go to work and you make your coffee and you make some healthy salad for dinner every single day. If I were to do that, because let's be honest, I have tried. 
I think every girl out there has honestly tried to do that. Like, oh, I should set my alarm for really early in the morning and then I should do yoga. And then maybe I need a whole new line of skincare. Maybe I should try some different hair products, which is fine, right? But I feel like when half of us do that, we're not actually researching those products. We have no idea what they actually do. I will say, I will say, I have been positively influenced by TikTok when it comes to the rosemary oil situation. I have been doing rosemary oil, like kind of like a mask in my hair twice a week because I wash my hair twice a week. So if I wash my hair in in the morning, I like doing it in the morning, I will sleep with rosemary oil on my scalp the night before. I'll put my hair in a bun. I'll sleep with it. It's in there for a while. And then when I wash my hair the next morning, wash it all out. That stuff works. I really am loving the way my hair is looking lately. It's really soft. It's got a good shine to it. It feels nice. Like, it feels healthy. So I will say with, you know, the stuff that I'm talking about, like all these morning routines on TikTok and stuff that you really want to copy and follow, but they're not really realistic. Typically, they're not realistic at all, right? But rosemary oil, fantastic. I would recommend that. But going back to the topic, if I were to do the whole wake up really early and do like this massive morning routine before I even start my work, if I have to start my work at like 8 a.m., right, I would feel so sick. I could do that, honestly, honestly, I could do that once a week to feel okay with my body and like feel healthy, feel energized. I could do that super early, get 20 different things done before 8 a.m. and then go to work the rest of the day and all of that stuff. I could do that once a week, most likely, because if I'm combining going on a date with my boyfriend on the weekend, maybe we're staying up a little later than normal, going out with my friends on the weekend to bars, spending time with my family, getting everything else in my life that I want to do, like doing all that housework stuff, catching up on laundry, washing your bedding, vacuuming, all of that stuff. You have to like do those things throughout your days, right? So you can't just focus on doing 20 different things at five in the morning every single day. I'm sorry. It is literally impossible for me to do that without feeling sick. And so the way that I, I I feel like this is the way that I justify it in my head. It is justifiable. It is. I, that is not realistic in my opinion. You don't have to wake up at 5 a.m. every single day and do this massive morning routine before you even start your work for the day in order to feel good about yourself, in order to feel like you got something done, in order to be proud of yourself. You don't. If you want to do it once a week, go for it. If you're able to do it every single day of the week, good for you. Pat on the back. I don't know how. I feel like at some point that's going to catch up to you. Like, you you would be lying if you said after doing that for a week, you don't need to, like, sleep for 24 hours, right? I just feel like that would negatively affect so many different parts of my life if I'm that tired all of the time. So, anyways, the way that I talk about it in my head to myself in order to not feel guilty by not doing all of that every single day is that I would literally feel sick and I don't want that. 
So if I don't want to make my body feel completely sick, I'm going to take a breather and it's going to be okay. Everything's going to be okay. I just went on a whole rant about the whole that girl thing because here's the thing. When you see those videos, they look so nice. It's like, oh, I would love that. That smoothie looks great. Your breakfast looks delicious. I love your workout set that you're wearing, even though it was probably like $200. Your gym bag, love it. Where'd you get it? Oh, that's $100. Okay. Oh, I love those shoes that she's wearing on her nice little aesthetically pleasing walk. Where did she get those? Oh, $250. Okay, awesome. The videos, they look so nice, right? But I feel like in reality, I just don't know if it's possible. Maybe I should try one day to do that whole routine, like 5.30 alarm, work out at a yoga class, wear a cute workout set while I do it, which I could. I could. But every day, I just don't see it happening. I really don't. And I think that's one of those things where people are just lying out of their asses on social media. If they say they do that every day, there's absolutely no way. I have seen videos of girls in the gym, and honestly, guys probably do this too, where they're like content creators and stuff, and they're filming their workouts. There was this one where this girl had her phone on a tripod behind her, like filming her workout, and she was on the leg press, and she had the phone angled to where you could only see one side of the weights that were loaded onto the leg press. And on the right side, she had like five plates, okay? And then that's all that the camera was pointing at. So you could see her and then you could see the right side of the machine. But if you were actually in the gym, you would see that on the left side, she only had like two plates. And so it's like, I swear, all of these people having these perfect morning routines and saying like, oh, here's my daily routine. I do this every day. No, you don't. No, you don't. I don't believe it. So yeah, that was my little rant about all of that. Sorry to go off on a complete tangent, but I just had to. Anyways, the next and the final point that I have for this whole episode, bringing it to a close, in order to kind of control those lazy days, in order to... Because like on those lazy days, you still want to get something done, right? You still want to do something unless you're like in bed with the stomach flu or something. You, you At that point, stop. Stop everything. You need to take a breather. You need to just focus on yourself. But if you're just having one of those lazy spells where you're not motivated and you feel like your work ethic has just like plummeted completely, I would highly recommend writing down what you have to get done a day in advance. So I talked about before Putting things on your calendar, like honestly months in advance, where, hey, this weekend I think I'm going to go visit my friend who lives, you know, a couple cities over. And if work tries to tell me that I need to fill in for someone that called out sick on that weekend, sorry, can't do it. I already have, you know, some me time scheduled. Don't tell your boss that you can't because you're having me time. You can make up an excuse, right? But stick to your guns. Have yourself some you time. Do something that's going to make you happy in those situations. And that's when you kind of plan like well in advance to know that you have something coming up that you're looking forward to. But you should also plan your schedule. I feel like this, this is for me. I really like planning things. I really do. I don't love last minute decisions. I 
sometimes they're okay. Like, for example, yesterday, my boyfriend texted me at like, I don't know, like 5 p.m. saying like, hey, getting off work, not too late. Uh, Do you want to get dinner later? That made me so happy. I was like, oh my gosh, of course, that sounds so much fun. So we did that. Those, Those plans, that's fun. But I don't like going into the next work day not knowing what I have to get done. So I love having a to-do list that I can check things off of. So I highly recommend writing down what you have to do for a work day a day in advance. Not when you get into work that morning and you make a to-do list for that day. You should have that to-do list already on your desk before you leave work the previous day. It makes it so much nicer to go home after your work day and to know that you already have planned out what you have to do the next day. You don't have to think about it 20 times over and over again in your head as you're trying to fall asleep that night. You know that it's written out. You know that you can check things off tomorrow. It's waiting for you. It's good to go. And then, like I said, you can focus on your good book. You can take a nice shower do your little skincare routine. You can really relax without having to have that information going, you know, back and forth in your head. Because if you start thinking about that in your head and you don't have it written down, like physically written down, it could be in your notes on your phone, right? Something like that. But if you are only thinking about it in your head, it is going to be so difficult to remember what you actually have to do. You're just going to keep adding and adding and adding different like little sections of your to-do list and then you're going to have a to-do list with 50 different activities that you need to do, 50 different things that you need to get done and that's not possible. If you have too long of a to-do list for a day and you don't check all of those things off, it feels so much worse than if you just had 10 things on the to-do list and you got those done. I feel like 10 things is kind of a lot too. I have this uh, calendar that I use. It's called, what's it called? Like Daily Planner? Is it called Daily Planner? Something like that. It's a pretty hefty, thick, spiral-bound book, basically. And every single day, it's laid out so nice. Every month has its own, like, you know, monthly calendar that you typically see. But then every day has its own page, and it gives you top three to do at the top of every day. It gives you a little section to write like reminders if you have any like bills or payments due and what the, you know, dollar amount of those bills are. And then it gives you from 5 a.m. to 9 p.m. by the hour a list, like a blank list. And on the side, it's all of those, you know, times 5 a.m. to 9 p.m. And then beside the like time stamped list, it's just a to do list with little check boxes that you can check off. But at the top, it has your top three to-dos. And I think having that top three is so good because if you can get three main things that you wanted to complete done in your work day, or maybe it's not even a work day, maybe you're doing all the like chores around your house and stuff and you have three main things that you want to do, being able to check off three bigger, quote unquote, bigger things, it is is such a satisfying feeling at the end of the day, seeing those checked off. And it doesn't have to be a major thing, like finish house renovations. Um, Go get a new car and get new tires for it. 
that sounded why why did I use that as an example I don't know a car just drove by so that's why I used it but yeah it doesn't have to be like super big things like for example my three things today I really wanted to work out I really did so I put workout on my top three my next one bake the cake layers that I'm going to be using tomorrow to make little cake shooter cup samples for a wedding show that I'm doing So if I can get all of those layers baked today, that's going to be fantastic. That's going to set me up for success later this week. And then my third was a phone call meeting that I have with a client later today. So those three things. I'm going to feel really good at the end of the day when I check those off because I know I'm capable of checking those off. I know I'm capable of actually completing those tasks and it's going to feel even better. And then it's not going to feel like as stressful of a day when I already have that planned, literally going into the work day, right? I already have those things planned. I know that I have to do them. I'm not thinking about it over and over again in my head. Like, oh crap, what was that thing? Like I completely forgot. Oh God, was it important? I don't know. And that can be a dangerous cycle. So I highly recommend writing down what you have to do a day in advance And since you know it's already written down for you when you wake up, you're not going to be thinking about it too much. If it's something important, okay, if you have like a massive meeting the next day, you're probably still going to think about it when you're going to bed, unfortunately. It could still keep you up at night, unfortunately. That's just life. There are things like that that are going to come and go from time to time, as we all know. So it's not like writing a to-do list is going to make you be like, okay, nothing is a worry. Life is perfect. Things, you know, you, you, you can still get stressed. You probably will, but stress is part of life. But as long as you can manage it to a certain extent, everything's going to be okay. You're going to be fine. Life's going to go on. So yeah, all in all, that's kind of everything that I wanted to touch on for the topic of having, you know, a good work ethic, but also taking care of yourself, how to deal with those lazy spells that you might fall into. I hope I stayed on topic. Honestly, thinking about everything I've said throughout this episode, I don't know if I really hit the whole point of work ethic and lazy spells. Hopefully I did. Hopefully you can take something away from this. Maybe I helped you. Maybe I gave you some good ideas. Maybe you already knew everything that I touched on and this was an insanely boring episode for you. It's probably different for everyone, right? Some people probably can't relate to this at all. Some people can. That's okay. I hope you enjoyed it anyways. I hope you are having an amazing day, an amazing week. I hope my lazy spells don't continue so that you get another episode next week. I already have a whole like bullet point list for a whole episode that I want to record because it's something that's important to me. It's not something that's serious in life, but it's one of those, I guess, kind of pet peeves that I've experienced a handful of times and I just wanted to give my opinion on it. So I think that that's going to be the next episode and since I already have the bullet points of like what I want to talk about already written out. Look at me. I'm setting myself up for success, right? That's what I just talked about. So hopefully you will get that next week, but I hope you have an amazing day and I will see you then. Bye.